Indian and cowboy, indigenous, independent, and listener-supported, rooted firmly at the intersection between digital media, podcasting, and indigenous storytelling. And welcome to Oropemsu Squewa Kitsikisukok Metis in Space. Molly Swain and Tiagason. Chelsea Valen and Tiagason. Oh, two's quanik nitotin. Mantusakaignik nitotin. And our special guest for today. We're so excited. Hello, Sego's gonna go with Terry Montior Young Yaks, also known as Red Indian Girl. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been on Mohawk territory for how many years now doing this show? And it's our first Mohawk. I know. Finally. Now we're safe. Now I'm actually a mean, very, very mean, very angry Mohawk. (laughs) Exactly. We got the Mohawkest of the Mohawk today. Exactly. Went the Mohawkiest. And yeah, we just, we themed this whole thing very Mohawk, yes. so don't even worry about it. <laughs> we're going to get so many more listeners yeah, now. we're holding it down in Dio Diagi. Yeah. All right, so. And shout out to my peeps down in Aranganawagi. Nice. <laughs> just like so super close, but most people in Montreal. Never go. Never go. Mm-mm, never no. go. And it's like, it's a nice reserve. It's, it's like, reserve. it's so nice. There's a, like a jogging trail, man. Yep. A jogging Whoa. trail. Whoa. Great. Yeah, and they've got beautiful, they've got great places to eat and yeah. lots of culture. Yeah. yeah. And there's like, like I, when I went out there last time, I saw people boating. They were like doing some sort of like dragon boating or, or whatever. Oh my God. Like, can you imagine, dra- well, I mean, in the prairies anyway. But yeah. Like, like you dragon boat the across the river and it, you, one stroke and you're there. Well, a lot, right? of, a lot of, of us are really trying to bring back the canoeing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it was a big feature, right? So... Oh. Yeah, all of our, and all of our communities are still on water, so we're all canoeing. Again. Yeah, right. basically just visit beautiful Ganawage. Yeah, go, <laughs> go down. Yeah. So yeah, do we want to do we want to talk about the wine for yeah, this evening? Yeah, the wine Holy. was great. So we we found this. It's called Luna di Luna, and it's this amazing like bright pink uh, bottle with like it's actually got like this little like silver like crescent moon on it that I kind of want to take off and put on my head like sailor moon yeah, yeah like and it's sailor a merlot moon. which is awesome there we go it's, it's a merlot primitivo yeah that's so yeah that's why i got it and a, exactly it's 70 70 merlot 30 percent primitivo just like us yeah. basically <laughs> yeah. so it's a mouth-filling wine from the heart of salento the southernmost region of the heel of the boot a wine of great structure with a jammy fruit character on the palate and a long pleasant aftertaste this contemporary Luna di Luna blend of Merlot and Primitivo is meticulously crafted for everyday enjoyment, but expresses its maximum characteristics when paired with pork with a capital P, tenderloin, with prunes and olive sauce, curried with capital C, uh, couscous with merguez, washed rind cheeses, also capitalized. Washed, washed rind, rind cheeses. cheeses. That's Things right. that native people can't eat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, 
I'm actually not. Why would you make a Primitivo wine that you can only eat with dairy? It should be like, no, it should be like, this goes great with like bloody raw liver mm. freshly cut out of, your, you know, the, yeah, the moose you just killed. The moose, yeah. moose heart. Right. Should be going with, why yeah, let's, let's rewrite the description yeah, there's nothing right now. Primitivo about this. Yeah, yeah so wow. wait, we However, have. However, it is very good for washing the taste of a bad episode out of your mouth. Yay. Dang yeah. right. So, yeah. who do we have to thank for this wine this evening? Okay, so we had a we had a donor who 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 asked that we not like shout him out, but instead we just mentioned Shoal Lake Forty, which is where Winnipeg, right, gets all of its fresh water and has been you know hopefully there's been some awareness raised about uh, some of the issues there. The fact that people in Shoal Lake Forty are, uh, can't drink, don't have like fresh water themselves. Mm-hmm. So Winnipeggers are getting fresh water, and you know where where it's coming from at the source. The people there can't drink water safely yeah what the f yeah like but isn't that kind of the story of canada yeah oh right right. exactly exactly all all of these things have to flow south um and benefit southerners and to the detriment of where it actually comes from and you know basically benefit settlers let's not be yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah shout out shout out and big thanks uh to the person who who got us this delicious jammy pork washed rind cheese wine (laughs) and also like fucking pull it together guys with shoal lake 40 pull Mm -hmm. it the flip together and get them a road get them a road their freedom road and (laughs) cheers 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 to that yes Okay, we got a doozy of an episode today. Mm-hmm. Really fun to watch, slash terrifying, really yeah, scary. I, gotta admit, I was a little like ah. we're big wusses also. We're super. Oh my god, wusses. Terry's totally rolling around right now. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, <laughs> I have to say it's the worst thing I've ever seen, and I saw it twice now. Oh man, oh, I don't know. there you go, there you go. That's you know what? If it that's commitment. I, I can see that because like uh, you know, have we seen anything that like we haven't seen anything that touched on Métis culture and got it so wrong? Because I would definitely true. hate that. That's true. So this is I can see why that you you know you it's just it's just your like the first time I saw it I have to say I thought this this must be a joke right like this can't be this wrong but no this is for mass consumption in the United States and also around the world. So this is what people in contemporary in 2015 think that Mohawks are actually doing. And that's a scary, scary that's thing. A, that is yeah. a scary thing about all of these. You know, when we watch the older stuff, it's it's cheesy and whatnot. But, like, it's the newer stuff that really gets to me because, it, yeah. It, yeah, nothing's changed, no. right? Like, it's, yeah. all, it's all basically, um, a, I actually said it earlier, it's a rewashing of history. Yeah. Of, of very real history and events that actually happened and people that were there. But it's retelling it in a settler friendly kind of way Mm -hmm. and it is so wrong yeah yeah so what did we what what piece of crap did we watch (laughs) so we watched uh the contemporary television show sleepy hollow season one episode three and i didn't actually write down the title i think it's like the triumph of all evil or something yeah triumph triumph of evil evil. yeah Yeah. which is a dumb name it's dumb (laughs) so uh in the triumph of evil yet another soldier in the army of evil the Sandman seeps into the dreams of the residents of Sleepy Hollow. By infiltrating their minds at night, he tortures them to the brink, all because they, at one time, turned a blind eye to justice. So notice there's no mention of Indigenous people in, in that at no, all. No, yeah. not so at you all. you don't know it's coming. So it kind yeah. of comes right out of the out of yeah. you. Well, yeah. anyway, you're, ha- you're pretty much halfway through the episode. Yeah, yeah, it took quite some time. Yeah. yeah, like you guys were going, well, I thought there was something going on here. And yeah, it was like, I was like Googling it wait, on my phone being like, I, I, I wait, picked the wrong episode. <laughs> wait yeah. for it, because the same thing happened to me. I'm watching this episode thinking, okay, it's just going to be a retelling of the contemporary side. 
I'm mad mint. Mm-hmm. And then bam. Native stuff. Native but stuff. So wrong. So wrong. All right. So what? So we start off with uh, there's this this uh, this black woman. She is uh, a detective in in this town of Sleepy Hollow. Her name is Abby, um, and she's paired up with Ichabod Crane from from the story of yeah, Sleepy Hollow. From, yeah, you know the guy with the headless horseman. Right. Yeah. Right, from the 1700s. From Who's the late com- actually come? Is like the same yeah. guy. He's come back from the 1700s. He wears this like weird kind of like sexy yeah. frumpy guy 1700s style. Yeah. Like his aesthetic is very boring. In the actually, first, but, actually, yeah. in the first, in the pilot, he comes back through some kind of earthquake sort of episode thing because he got buried kind of alive. And he's traveled through time because the Headless Horseman is being awoken because guess what? Wait for it. It's end times. So, of course, they're trying to combine a whole bunch of things. One, a legend in, in, uh, in that part of New York State, which was, of course, Washington Irving's Headless Horseman thing, with the whole apocalyptic yeah, future that we're already in. Right? And the Book of Revelations. It's, and- it's kind of a mishmash, a postmodern mishmash. Right. Uh, but I like absolute crap. I like how it manages to like universalize this very specific type of like really fundamentalist apocalyptic Christianity, yeah. where yeah. it's like even eventually like the native person is like, oh crap, you're right, it's yeah. the end times. Just like it says <laughs> in, in your holy scriptures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and though all of a sudden this, and somehow they they tend to, and they're also remaking Haudenosaunee myth essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm into sort of this idea of the, the the classic heaven and hell when in our mythology there's not really a heaven and a hell there's the realm of the good twin and the realm of the of the uh, the different twin we, all, we don't he's, we don't call him the bad twin mm-hmm. he's more like we call him the bent one but his realm is more is the opposite of whatever the creator's doing so mm-hmm. because the world has to be maintained in balance and it's about balance not about a place where good you and go. evil. And yeah. Yeah, 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 a place where you go to get your sins dealt with. Right. Like, I mean, that's just ugh, well. That's ugh. the thing is the retelling of of indigenous like stories. Um, you know, they always they always try to fit it in that that whole the you know the the black wolf and the and the white wolf thing, the Billy Graham, you know, sermon that uses that oh, that wine. Cherokee myth. You know, mm. like whichever one you feed is, is the, the one. one. Yeah, 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 and it's just it's it just and then you know. Billy Graham, uh, in with that myth, spends a whole chapter explaining how that fits into Christian, you know, theology and, and how that, you know, how that's a metaphor for this and that. So it's oh, and this is such a metaphor a too. This yeah. is like such a metaphor. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, we'll we'll get into it. So we start out. We're introduced to a cop, which is like whatever. There's a lot of cops in these for some reason. Yeah. TV loves cops. Oh, TV man. loves cops. And, they can walk crime... around with with guns. Yeah. They yeah. Love that shit. Yeah, in crime dramas, so that you know, every 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 episode is like a new crime or mm-hmm. yeah. So and a mystery specific to Sleepy Hollow because there's all this end time crap running yeah, yeah. around. So. Yeah. And so yeah, this and it, so this cop becomes kind of like this figure of like goodness and also yeah. somebody who can like take action. Exactly. So it opens up in a cop shop. Uh, Crane, a uh, Ichabod Crane. Who can we just call him Icky? Because he yeah, actually Icky is, is very so Icky, icky. <laughs> and he didn't like the name, so I like that even better. Yeah. Not, nobody get, who who wants to stay my friend will call me that. Well, we don't. We don't want to be your friend, friend <laughs> no. Icky. You because nasty. you're like actually a misogynist pig. Yeah, I mean, being from the 1700s, like big Kelsapries. Yeah. But, but you know now now he's just a nice guy. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> such a nice guy. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Okay, so it turns out this this is all a dream sequence, but there's a young Abby Mills, this this cop, uh, who is being interrogated. 
and you know it's this kind of like it turns eventually into this horrible nightmare where um icky uh eventually turns on her with these like white on white eyes saying the truth will set you free and it's all really creepy and she ends up being locked in this interrogation room and then she wakes up you know in, in a sweat and you realize that it's this you know dream sequence mm-hmm. um okay so the yeah she wakes up uh she's called to a scene and whoever's there is only willing to talk to her. So she she goes up into this building and she looks out the window and there's a woman on the cell, like looking like she's gonna jump, right? This is uh, Dr. Vega. And she's got like freaky eyes again. And she says, uh, everything she saw was real. You know, your sister Jenny, uh, I deserve it. I had this coming a long time. We all have. And then she jumps. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And you're like, what? Yeah, what is going on? <laughs> what? Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of scary. And, she, you know, Abby doesn't know what's going on. You know, I've had this coming for a long time. We all have. She's like, what's going on? What's what's happening? Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's describing it to kind of like the, I guess, the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, like a sheriff's, it's a sheriff's office. office. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. she's describing it to the sheriff. You know, it's like she was sleepwalking. Oh, was she on drugs? No, I've never seen anything like this. But she had white and white eyes. And so Icky and Abby and the sheriff go over and they pull back, you know, the sheet that's covering this woman's face and her eyeballs are white. Yeah. And as they're looking at it, one of her eyes just explodes. It pops! It pops and sand comes right out. And I'm like, ah! Like, no, don't just, like, have exploding eyeballs. I have an eye thing. Yeah. Like, freaky, I can't even put contacts in. So, don't obviously, know. so then it's like, oh, obviously something terrible is wrong here. And, ooh, maybe it's linked back to something that's going on in the town. But we don't want to talk about that right away. Yeah, they take it all pretty calmly, actually. Like, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Like, nobody falls popping. Out. Yeah. <laughs> sand. I would, like, fall down and probably crap myself. Yeah. And then, I would be like, I quit. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Exactly. And then And then Icky uses is the word transmogrified which I, I just wrote down because it's i love that it's <laughs> like know. douse the lights right Tran- it is like douse we're, the we're lights we're gonna just like create it's like a whole... steampunk yeah transmogrified yeah we're going to try well that's the really interesting thing is that it's trying to do something with language and probably mm. in america today i hate to say this people run to google what does transmogrified mean yeah yeah maybe maybe <laughs> oh. it's 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 dumbing up the population i don't know or maybe oh. or maybe they they just threw it in there because it's like a three syllable word that they could be like oh yeah this like white jesus looking guy is like actually pretty smart <laughs> well yeah, he's you know, really smart yeah that's he throws the thing. out those words right? he's got to be you know? he's got to be super smart and he understands everything better than everybody else also yeah. his language has to sound slightly archaic yes right? yeah so there you go transmogrified and he's got this like english accent which i maybe maybe we're decolonizing because i did not find it attractive at all no because we are we're like no we're over yeah. we're i was over so english ready accent. for this guy to be sexy as hell i was yeah, so you were. Ready. <laughs> I was like he's all scruffy he's, looking yeah. he's got the no, I, I thought the same thing no and then he comes out and he's like this patronizing ass yeah he's yeah. just like, it lasted like Jesus. three minutes and then it's like oh get away from me yeah plus that whole english colonizer thing please i'm over yeah so, uh, okay, so we find out that Abby's uh, sister Jenny is in a psychiatric ward. Um, we're not really sure why at this point. But uh, anyway, Abby Abby tells Icky, you know, she had this nightmare. And she's like, in my nightmare was that Dr. Vega, the woman who jumped. And that's impossible because I've never met her before. Mm-hmm. So then Icky starts talking all this Book of Revelation stuff. Like right away, right from the right, right from the get go, just like oh well, yeah, it must be know, the Book of Revelation. Yeah, it's got to be the end times and this yeah. and that. And it's like really you got to go there right away but i guess you know if you're a time traveler you're gonna yeah but also the whole like this is the thing that really bothers me about this show too is that of all the tropes to latch on to it's going to go straight for that revelation sort of apocalyptic crap like why can't we use something more interesting 
Like even Cthulhu, for heaven's sakes, would be more interesting. Yeah, but that's not Christian. I guess you know? so. That's the whole. Thing. Yeah, everybody would be like, "What is that? I can't <laughs> pronounce that." Are you are you saying that some other thing might be a thing? Like, <laughs> no. I'm I guess that's what it is. Like, geez, it's just such a old, tired trope. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, it definitely is. But it um, has not been flogged enough. No. no, no. And also, personally, I actually really love the Book of Revelation. It's like to- it's totally it's just like oh, it's so great. Yeah. It's like John gets like goes up to this island gets totally high as f and just like writes down everything Mm. that he sees and you're just like yeah the seven eyes and the seven (laughs) horns hell yeah the beast hell yeah and it's got that great line in the bible where it's like and then they broke the seventh seal and there was silence in heaven for about half an hour (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like monty python you know right (laughs) i love it i love it anyway okay i don't love it so much so neither do i uh, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> Teach their own. Uh, I will. I will clearly survive. You know the rain of fire and the rain of blood yeah. and whatever else. Yeah. Uh, but it's fine. I'll try to save you guys. I'll get you a raft for the what rain of blood. Is it like one? What is it like four hundred and forty-four something? Or get saved and that's it. Yeah, I'm gonna be one of those. <laughs> I'm in. Also, the the number of recommendations in in uh, the Royal Com- <laughs> Commission of Aboriginal Peoples. <gasps> Coincidence? Ooh. Any, if, if Trudeau like implements those recommendations, end of times. End of that's what, that's what's going to happen. End of settler times. Yeah. Hey. 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 Maybe that's what they were foreseeing all those Makes, nights. Maybe that's what the show is actually going <laughs> to End of settler times. Maybe the show is a prophetic dream Dang. where then Icky, you know, gets ickified in the sea of fire. Anyway, exactly. whatever. Uh, so uh, they're watching a video. A lot of this is like Abby dealing with like her childhood mm-hmm. and like the fact that she like really is like dealing with this guilt for betraying her sister and trying to like come to this you know kind of conclusion and reach this like good place with it so we see a lot of kind of like this history of the way that the sister has been yeah. um you and know put this through this psychiatric system thing about her being they were foster children yeah, yeah. there's just a real and it's very throwaway yeah like it's kind of like mm. what oh oh it's something that I feel like they address probably in later episodes. Probably, Not that I'm going to watch like, them. Yeah. But well, like it's just so throwaway. It's mm-hmm. kind of almost out of place. Right? I don't know. Like, that, like, that seems... Oh, yeah. I, I watch a lot of American TV. <laughs> so like, so like uh, that, the whole, you know, being a foster kid thing, like in Bones, that's an issue. It, it, it comes up quite a bit. You so must have the same kind like, of problem that, you know... I just watch Coyote Ugly and it's a thing in Coyote Ugly. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. There's probably a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder... I don't know. It seems to mean something, but... Anyway, yeah, whatever. that's hard to say. Also, because it's like, I don't know. I think it's a little bit different because it takes place in a small town, and I yeah. thought that was really interesting as well. And one of them but, stayed, like she, be, they both stay there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're from there. They've grew up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's watching a video of Jenny who is talking about how she saw a demon and then was transported somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Abby comes in and he starts like white mansplaining her. <sighs> Like <laughs> non and, and with his like QED crap. Like I was like QED this ass hat. Like yeah. I just like I'm sorry, but if you actually use QED, QED in a conversation, not ironically no. or sarcastically or as a joke, yeah, you, you need to be smacked <laughs> three times. Yes, yeah. Q-E-D. QED, QED, right in the face. Yeah, Q- yeah, like QED in the face, in the mouth. <laughs> and there's always the, like this is the thing about this show that actually has bothered me right from the get go. Is this whole mansplaining mm. to a black woman? Yeah, he does it throughout. Like she, she just has, she just reacts and has emotions. He has to be there to let her to, to help her understand what those emotions and exactly. reactions mean. Yeah. Exactly, so she would never it's figure really it out. Annoying. Like, 
And but she just seems to take it, she does. even though. And part of the thing that I found was very interesting in watching it the second time is that she's the one who says, "I'm not going to tell anybody what I really saw," because as a black mm-hmm. girl, she already knows what time it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, she can't. Right? She can't reveal yeah. what. Happened, well, no. Right? She's she's a foster kid. She's a black girl. Uh, you know, and and of course she's not going to talk to the no, friggin' cops. No, no, of course. And yet, and, and yet say that something thing, weird happened. No way. But the no whole thing way. is about how that was her sin. That was you know her lying. It was so awful. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I needed to protect violence. myself. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> a sin to protect sister. yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to protect her sister too. She's like, yeah. don't say anything. Don't and so say this anything. causes her such guilt that, yeah. like, you know, like try, in, in actually a, an act of self-preservation was seen as a sin. Yeah. Please. No, no, no. If you if you are a marginalized person. You absolutely yeah. have to be completely honest, one hundred percent of the time, regardless. Self-sacrificing, of what can to you. yeah. Even if you know exactly what's going to happen yeah. to you, you yeah. White people this, need the this truth telling. Yeah, this so this yeah. Truth telling. So this is the whole thing that really started bugging me about this. By this by this point, when I was watching it the first time, I was like, oh god, no. Yeah. So it doesn't get any better. Yeah. So we should probably talk about how it gets really worse yeah, yeah. so it turns out uh yeah so as we've alluded to uh abby and jenny both saw this thing in the woods when they were kids mm. um and and so ichabod goes to see jenny in in the psychiatric ward uh she won't talk to her sister but you know she lets him in also can we talk about why she's in the psychiatric ward this time oh yeah yeah it was right, so for, great it's great i know <laughs> i love like, jenny yeah. jenny's jenny is my number one fave character and she's in it for like 30 seconds yeah. because Jenny won't see uh, Abby because she's not going to help me because I'm a cop and she's a criminal. And Icky's like, well, why is she a criminal? And it turns out she's a criminal because she breaks into a sporting goods store to steal a bunch of stuff. For survival. For survival for the end times. We were like, on it. We we were like talking about this. We all have a plan already for the end times. Like all, we're, all yeah. like, we're all heading back to our local nearest territory. That's right. Yeah. She's the only we're one who's going, doing anything man. that makes That's sense. It. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going. We're getting out of the city and we're all going home. Yeah. So apparently she didn't go to jail because she started talking about how she was prepping for the end times. So yeah. that's why they sent her to the psych ward. Which is, you know, if, if everybody who talked about like prepping for the end times got sent to the psych ward, like you would have like me- you it would know, be filled with way too many white guys. Well, exactly, exactly. It would have to be too normalized. Like all totally all, right. Yeah, all these all these like, half of those survivalist people. They are scary anyway? in like weird ass militias with AK forty sevens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, that's that that kind of thing is especially is okay. in like where are they upstate New York? Yeah, yeah right. Upstate New York, there's probably a thrillion white militias exactly. for the end times. Like you know, Obama's president. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Very picturesque. But <laughs> but you get this you get this black girl who is a little bit worried about how things might go when everything starts crumbling and you know that's yeah. it. Psych ward. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we see where that's going. <laughs> um. So, but she lets Icky come and talk to her, and Icky's like, "I fully believe you because I'm the best white guy ever." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then he, he, he explains what's happening. Yes, yeah. I understand what, what what your fear is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whatever. And like, and the, I think the pivotal point in this conversation is that Jenny's finally like, "Look, there's nothing that you can do to stop this. It's all over but the crying. I like that. My like conscience is clear. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. that was. Cool. I did like that line. Yeah. That was a good line. It's all over but the crying. Yeah. <laughs> so my, she says, my conscience is clear. So it was really interesting too because in like it, you know if there really is an end times thing. And the white people are going to be running around and all of the people of color are going to be like, told you so. Yeah. Like, been there, done that for 500 yeah, years. Exactly, oh, the right? four horsemen of the apocalypse are coming. Wait, what is it? War? Famine? Pestilence? And, and death. And death. We've oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. Been there, done, done that. There. We all got the Yeah, it's y'all's turn now. All right. But yeah. I, I have to say something. 
so, <clears throat> Lord Meowsies and Lord General Bonkers have sponsored this episode of Métis in Space and have delayed their taking over of the world for one more week to allow this episode of Métis in Space to be recorded and shared with the humans. End of communique. <laughs> Speaking of end times. Did you say Lord General Bonkers? Okay, so, <laughs> anyway, we find out... We find out that the uh, the girls, so they saw this demon, uh, they fell asleep, and they were they, they disappeared. They were gone for four days, and people were out searching for them. And, you know, so they, they just fell asleep. They thought it wasn't for long, but yeah. yeah. And then this guy who came out and found them, uh, Gillespie. 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 Right. Dizzy. So he, he sees a creature in the woods, too, mm. when he sees Yeah, he, he glances the up. There's, there's the creature lurking this about. Pale, so this, this thing. Hey, he's a white man. Yeah. Well, I, I know. All of these monsters yeah, are always they're white, all white men. men. Right? So it's this tall creature. <laughs> Uh, it's like white. we knew and also they knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really serious. And it doesn't yeah. have a mouth. And yeah, it's all like in this like black kind of like kilt looking thing. Yeah. Like long With kilt. like the armbands. Yeah. What he totally he totally looks that? like he's going to the Highland Games, TBH. Seriously. He's going to go toss some fucking to tabers and play in a pipe band. Or do a rave. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to show up at a <laughs> tribe called Red Concert and knock oh everybody out. Oh my God. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So anyway, I also have uh, Crane assholes is it up. What a dick. Um, because Crane is like, no, you have to tell me everything. You have to, you have to. And she's like, I've never told anybody this. And she's like, and he's like, no, no, you got to do it. You got to do it. And so she's like, finally, like, okay. And then she tells him about Gillespie. So they go to see him. Yeah. Um, but not before he white mansplains to her why, why she didn't tell. Yeah. You yeah. know, he explains to her, you know, that she was trying to protect her sister and all. You know, she didn't know yeah, that. You were afraid. You didn't know better. Yeah. You were so mad. She didn't that. finish, just finish telling him that that's what she did. No, no. He had to explain it. So. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Now, now I got it. When she said it, it was like the words were like, blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then he like all translated heard... lady talk. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. And he yeah. does it through the whole show. Mm-hmm. So not surprised. Mm-hmm. So then we see Mr. Gillespie, and this was like the scariest part of the show for me. He's like chilling out, he's making birdhouses, and he like kind of like falls asleep in his like cute little lazy boy. He seems like this like yeah, nice old man. man cave, yeah. Yeah, and then he wakes up, and there's obviously scary presence, right? You get the like the music. scary music, you yeah. get that like tension, and all the birdhouses start like creaking, right? There's some hanging from the ceiling, and they're all like waving back and forth like there's a wind. And then he like stands up. And you see the silhouette of this demon, like tall and like skinny, like kind of like a little bit way to go. So this seems to be kind of like the go-to yeah. aesthetic yes, yes, exactly. for like native kind of monsters. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, they don't really do any t- other types of. No, they don't. So far, we haven't encountered any other. Well, Deer Woman. There was Deer Woman, but she was badass. Yeah, yeah I stand was, for Deer and Woman. And also, yeah. like the thing that I found really interesting is that there's all these amazing. Haudenosaunee monsters, and they don't even reference. Well, no, that's exactly. the thing. Is in, in 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 all, like I think all indigenous cultures have quite a few. Yeah, and, they, and they don't are very, do it or at least more than one. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. And they don't more do than it. They one. always go back to the same kind of stock. What scares them? Maybe I don't know. I, yeah. Actually, that might somebody who's even point. more white yeah. than they are. Yeah, <laughs> the whitest white people. Everybody's scared of white people. The white people. Even white people are scared of white people. Oh my god. So anyway, so Gillespie stands up and he like you know, is going to check out what this noise was and, you know, the rest of his house. And he rips uh, his pants on a nail and he cuts himself. And as he puts the cloth on to soak up the blood, you see that the blood is actually in some kind of rune or a symbol or what is it? And, of course, the first thing he does is when he hears this noise, he goes and he grabs a gun out of his toolbox. Yep. A gun! 
It was a little hand, like a handgun. Like hand it was, it was a giant handgun. Hand yeah, it was, it was like, like, yeah, a gun. really big one. Not even like a, you know, like a shotgun that a farmer has at the door. No, no it was no. like a giant one of those ones that like, you know, you stop. It's very dirty, Harry. Yes. It was super dirty, Harry. It was like, you know, he's going to ask the... Sandman, if he thinks he's feeling lucky today, you know, like, <laughs> shh, 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 like holy crap! Exactly. Yeah. So then, of course, you know, the demon is just standing behind him, and he tries to shoot him, but then it's gone. And then we have this like it cuts to the cop shop. There's like this weird like cop aside where for some reason they do this like weird cop joke, so and everybody's some, feeling really comically. Yeah, I think it was like filler. I don't. Yeah, think it was that, totally yeah, weird filler. It was just man bonding. The, yeah. I, this is the other thing about cop shows that really gets me, and like cop shows that we've seen is like. There's a lot of man bonding cop filler in yep. them. What's really it's like you have to remind the audience that cops are actually good people. <laughs> you know, like in service to the settler state. Right? No. That's what We're it here is, for you. Right? We're, We're here just for you. down We're home good guys state. like y'all, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, shots fired, they get called down to uh, to uh, why do I keep forgetting how to say his name? Gillespie? Gillespie. Okay. Dizzy, yeah. Let's just call him Dizzy. Dizzy. Go to Dizzy's place. Um, He, okay, and again, he will only speak to Abby. Hmm. So she goes in, and it's all, like, creepy. She sees, like, a mirror's been shot, and, like, it's, you know, it's just taking forever to get in there. And then he's, like, down... He's, he's in the kitchen, crouching down with the gun, and his wife is there. Yeah, Yeah, threatening his wife. Like, like, threatening his wife. Like, what... She what wasn't was there about? before. Like no, in the, in the no. earlier scenes, all of a sudden she's just yeah. There. Now it's like he's threatening his wife. I don't know, like what that was about. Um, but he's got the the white eyes, um, and he's like, "You can't help me." Uh, and I then mean, I sinned against I sinned against you or yeah. Whatever and then yeah. the demon he's coming for you next. Yeah, he's coming yeah. for you next. But the demon walks crazy. behind her and he, and so he tries to shoot at it, like shooting at Abby, basically. Yeah. Which you know, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. It's, I don't know. They always make it like they always make it seem like a that guns are not very loud. You know, like no, I know. Gun going right. off there would be like deafening, and two that it's not actually that scary to get shot at. Like, because yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't flinch, she doesn't freak out, nothing. No. Like it's like I mean, totally normal. I'm, I'm gonna pin that down to just she's a badass. All right, that's yeah. what I'm going for. Okay. Or then she's a cop and probably has heard it a million times, but still. I, I mean, in the states, you know, like yeah, you, if yeah, you keep a gun in your toolbox, probably. I know because I know that here, if you even draw your gun, you have to fill out like three months of paperwork. Yeah, but I can't even there, right? Like yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so, uh, you know, you can't help. He's coming for you next, the Sandman. The next time you fall asleep, you're dead. Meanwhile, for some fucking reason, Icky is, like, circled around the back of the house and is, like, looking at her through the window, like, hey, what's going on? She waves at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it was. The other cops were holding a perimeter. And he just he just runs in like he's I know. like so brave. Yeah, like you know, like when they shoot at him because he was like entering the scene. Yeah, that's the thing is he gets he, gets he also doesn't even go access. into the house. Nobody gets. He's not even that brave though. He's he's allowed to help with the with the you know the investigation. He's allowed to like run around you know in, into a place where you know somebody might get shot like. Who is yeah. this guy? Who I, is this guy? I, I is it a scruffy charm? I don't know. Uh, yeah, some dude from the... He's supposedly a time traveler from the 18th century. just gets unbridled access to everything happening. Yeah. Does he get locked up? No. No, he doesn't. No, Meanwhile, you go way. you go to steal, like, a stove and a tent and yes. straight to the psych ward, right? Like, what is this? Is this America? Is this the America we all dreamed of? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like. Uh, and we and it was funny because at one point, he, he starts white mansplaining into her again, and we all were like, oh, shut up at the same I time. I know. <laughs> so done with him at yeah, this point. I know, right? Just done. It was like, please be quiet. 
Yeah, how how much better would the show have been without that guy? Oh, it's just Abby. Yeah. Just, yes, Abby's great, and he's pointless. Yeah, but exactly. it's like, like you said, like it. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's there for the same reason that we had the Mooney Owl, so that like, you know, you just you gotta have this mediocre white guy in everything. Absolutely. If it's not, if he's not like the main central character, you just have to have him in there, making like, yeah, bogus jokes right. and like. Screwing everything up. Like or mediocre white guys it is. will watch it. It really is. It is. Mm-hmm. This is why Justin Trudeau is seen as this huge, giant hottie. Right? He's exactly. like a, he's like a yeah. doughy, big-headed white guy. Who yeah. the fuck cares? Yeah. Just, anyway. You know, every day, like, somebody on the res named a res dog after him when he was born. So now, <laughs> every time I hear Justin Trudeau, I hear Justin Trudog. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Justin Trudeau story. There we go. I don't, That's I don't way better than my Justin Trudeau story. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay. <laughs> moving on from the election. So they're they're in this like kind of cool looking steamy punk kind of chill looking place where they're doing their research and they're drinking energy drinks. Oh, it's in the bottom of the uh, cop shop. Uh, oh, okay, okay, right. That's easy. and yeah, and they're drinking energy drinks because the next time she falls asleep, she's gonna die. Right. So she doesn't want that. Yeah, so and then, then there's this big shtick where he's like, what is this drink? It's so gross, <laughs> spitting it everywhere. Yeah, and you're so like, they, Shut they up. spend a lot of time doing these really bad sticks about modern life yeah like the gags about how he doesn't get it exactly or, yeah. are you her like, boyfriend it's well, actually i am tedious. we are it's amicable and i am a male Look at you. it's very tedious yeah well it's like, it's cheesy oh. but it's probably seen as really clever by and and also guy. like you know like it's kind of like the the humorous moment right? yeah like the you know sort of like the rapport between Mulder and scully without the coolness <laughs> <laughs> very true and this is where they start talking mm-hmm. about an 18th century Mohawk story. <gasps> Comes out of nowhere. Just out of boom, nowhere. Boom. You're like, what? When I first originally saw this, I was like, I just, got, I actually remember sitting there with my mouth dropping open. Yeah. What? Like, where did that come from? But it's like, it, it reminds me a little bit of the Manitou. It's kind of the same yeah. situation. The Manitou, yeah. nobody's thinking Native American nothing yeah. until they go into this like old bookstore and they're surrounded by these old books and they look at this like old piece of parchment and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, Native stuff. Native stuff. <laughs> it's the same deal. She's like looking at this old scroll or yeah, something. Yeah, so maybe that's, like, that's what it was. And then all of a sudden they start talking about... The role of the Mohawk and then the Revolutionary oh my War, gosh, and it was yeah. completely revisionist. Like, like, can we can we first talk about like I really want to write like get a really ornate like journal or something and just like write a bunch of like made up Native American you know like lore and stuff so that like a hundred years from now somebody can find it and, and they're like I'm having a problem like I'm having some really bad cramps today I don't know what's going on. Or like you know, it's the cramp demon of Gitching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the cramp demon of the Three oh, River yeah. Hopi monster yeah. and nation. And you could like make up really bizarre sort of cures for it. That exactly, yeah. person looking like a real idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Go out into the street <laughs> and cover Church yourself in sod, <laughs> and then, then spin around forcefully. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you're urinating very forcefully. This is the most important part. <laughs> you know, like that's all you need to do, right? Like, exactly. Write some stuff like down ancient, on an old ancient Indian wisdom. There exactly. Write some stuff down on like an old piece of parchment, and then just like put it where white people can find it. And you're and like, they're gonna believe it. They're gonna believe all of it. Yeah. Exactly. And they're gonna because do all in of this. It. They do. They believe. They, they never question. They do, especially because like Icky has like firsthand experience oh, with, the with the natives. God. All right. Oh so God. he's talking about how the Mohawks who fought with us were, uh, you know, colonists spies. They could they could go into town and just blend in. Like when when <laughs> when do Indians get to go 
Germantown and Blendon ever. <laughs> ever. Ever. And certainly not back, back in the 1780s. When you're no. like talking about a bunch of guys who are mostly on the warpath the whole time, plus the women <laughs> running around going, okay, we're going to go and fight this war and we're not going to fight that one. They're not going to be blending in. And so this has the Mohawk as allies with the Americans. I know, and it's not the case at all. At all. That's so Especially, weird. That is a weird thing because that's a, I mean, that's a big detail. That is it's, like that is huge. It's yeah. like revi- it's it's basically settler revisionism. Yeah, like we we weren't, you know, we weren't enemies with the Mohawk and we didn't like thoroughly persecute them after we pushed out the British. No, no, <laughs> that didn't happen. That never no, happened. No, well, then, you know, there was no like Sullivan campaign because that's what it's basically presupposing. Yeah, is yeah. That. yeah. We that they didn't, you know, essentially end up being refugees in Fort Niagara for four years after the American Revolution. But for no reason, just randomly, because they were because they were they, allies with the Americans. Why would they? Well, know, because they want them ridiculous. to be good Indians, right? Yes. It's like it's setting up this whole good Indian. I thing. guess that's yeah. what that's right? what it was doing. Like me, I was just so shocked that the history was so wrong. Yeah, that I didn't think about it that way. But that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, because but, like you can't, you know, they they wanted to make it accurate enough i think that yeah. like people would be like oh i guess there are mohawk around here and this is yeah. a mohawk looking word and he did actually and... say one thing there hmm. like where he says uh we actually got our the basis of our governance yes. yeah yeah that was sweet that, that yeah. was awesome that's the yeah. only thing in the entire show that was even any basis of reality yeah mm-hmm. but like like the thing that got me was like it's it's so wrapped up in all these like lies and this like fantasy mm-hmm. where it's like firstly like Probably you could ask a thousand people and maybe two would have any idea that that's actually the case. But like wrapping it up in all of these like lies, like does it even become something that people can learn from at this point? Or are they just going to be like, it's it's just like the Sandman? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's just, it's, it's subtle. It's like essentially a subtler revisionism. Yeah, it's settler mm-hmm. fantasy. And we, we really loved... Um, so they, they there's a scene where um, there's these Mohawks sitting around a fire with Icky, Icky smoking the peace pipe. Essentially. Yeah. Like, <laughs> They've got on face paint and feathers. Yeah. Which, you know, Terry was like, those are not the right feathers. Because <laughs> they weren't That's wearing the they were They were just wearing, like, random feathers. Yeah, and like, to make it look cool, yeah. I guess. I yeah, know. you know, you you don't know if it's an Indian unless they're wearing feathers. No, they have I to guess be that's what feathers. it was, yeah. right? Otherwise, it could just be like you know, Halloween. Know. Yeah, hey. some hey. dude sitting around because exactly. he wouldn't have known, right? Yeah, and they're talking about how uh, they have to draw a symbol, and, and it wasn't even Mohawk anymore. It's like Native Americans draw this symbol to ward yeah. off this demon. Yeah, and that they're you know like all of a sudden it switches from being a specific nation yeah. to that generic Indian thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All of them do this, and then the symbol just looks like this hilarious like. Nordic like rune. rune. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? It doesn't look like anything that we would even like because we did actually draw symbols of our clans, etc. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Right? But nothing ever would look like that. Right. No, it's very that's the oh. thing. So all of these things have to be recognizable to the settler gaze. Like I it guess, has to come yeah. from like Judeo Christian traditions. It has to come from like uh, you know, whatever like weird uh, you know religions other religions that they had like these mystic religions that they had as well yeah. with the symbols you know the, yeah, yeah so that maybe vikings the secret were kind societies of, vikings are cool right yeah. so they're therefore i mean you never know maybe the vikings brought it down and then gave it to the mo right yeah. uh, just kidding oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so they name it they name this demon also so they name this demon rokorantihes yeah rokorantis yeah that's how i actually yes. would say it in mohawk um i actually went um, and 
uh, asked a couple of people who are fluent speakers, what does this name mean? And I took the spelling out of their, their episode guide yeah. website, showed it to them, and they were like, I think that means he loses dirt. So in the, 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 another one told me, another speaker said, I think it means sort of like things crumble off of him. Mm-hmm. So essentially they got that part right. Like they were mm-hmm. trying to explain the Sandman. Yeah. Yeah, because again, he's this tall guy. He's got like uh, like hollow black eyes and, and no mouth. He's got like this vertical slit, like kind of yeah. on his face. And, and no mouse. But, and yeah, you know. and he dissolves a lot. When yeah, he yeah, there's exit. a lot of sand. Yeah, there's sand like pours out of yeah. his eye sockets. He's dissolving. And, yeah, wait, wait. Do you hear that? Oh, excellent. Oh, shoot, what is this? Okay. okay. I want to hear this. Here's the book. 
uh, okay, well, why don't, why don't we have a look at this book, Girl Champlain, and, um, we can... This is a moldy piece of cheese. Wait, I don't understand. Oh, wait, that's not my book, that's my breakfast. Okay. All right. Um, oh, wait, here's the dictionary. Ah, wow, that's really huge. Is that... It's bigger than your dictionaries because, like, sites and stuff is like. <laughs> say that. Maybe maybe we can practice okay. a little bit. But this dictionary looks like it's about 40,000 pages. Yeah. It's longer than that. It's actually uh, 10,000. Um, I also kind of wanted to bring up something. Uh, just putting it out there that, you know, we we enjoy showers that are warm. You hot know? even. Yeah, hot. But showers that are frigidly freezing that feel like ice picks are being driven into every square inch of our bodies is not really pleasant for humans. No, 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 no. I didn't, I just, all I did was simply that I broke the hot side, I, I, I threw out all the hot water into the space and, uh, What? Why? Why? Why, why, why would you do that? Because hot water is so, it burns your skin and burns your eye, but I tried to take a shower, but then it burned my eyes and I was crying like the scene from Titanic, you know, like, that's yeah. That's a really old movie. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Did it? Like, Wait, so you've been spending the time on the ship, breaking our shower, giving us mustaches on inappropriate parts of our face, and watching centuries old movies? It, it, was, it, was, it was in your DVD thingy. Okay, oh. that was me. That was me. Okay, I thank admitted you. That I was glad me. you admitted it, because yeah. I was like, what? This what? is embarrassing. What? I'm embarrassed. Um, yeah. So I guess, I guess one other thing, Girl Champlain, that we wanted to ask you about... Um, in the past few days, we've noticed that our softball field has been looking a little bit transformed. We oh, really oh, love oh, our I, softball field. I, I changed it into a mini golf course. Wait, tennis. What? Tennis. A mini, mini golf, golf tennis? Why is it a mini golf tennis court? <laughs> I don't understand. Why would you do that? Who who plays mini golf tennis? Um, I do. Well, why 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 do you why do you play that sport that you've clearly invented? Yeah. It's not invented. Samuel Champlain played it. Samuel Champlain played mini golf tennis. Um, I okay, all right. I mean, I guess you're taking you're taking this persona thing very seriously. Right. So, are you gonna do everything that Samuel Champlain did? Yes. You see that picture in the background? How lovely it is. And there was a picture of you two. Well, now I put mustaches on you two, and I put long hair on you two, and there was curly, and I made it look old-fashioned, so you look like just like Samuel Champlain. You're Wait, welcome, by is the way. that is that where all this is headed? This this horrible unibrow mustache that I have, and and Molly's sideburn mustache. Or, or one cheek is really sweaty. So you're gonna make us look like that? Why why do you think that you can do that to us? Because. Alien technology! Alright, okay. Well, uh, thanks for nothing. Nothing. Uh, we're just gonna go have lunch now. You can, you can join Everything. us in a bit. Everything! Oh, okay. okay. Uh, well, I hear noises from your, uh, room closet. Oh, Maybe yeah. Check it out. Is someone in my room closet? Maybe somebody's trying to, to, to take it over. Yeah. No! What's going on? What's going on on our ship? That sounds really intense. Um, 
Are you guys being visited by like weird colonizers? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in the future, uh, we, the future us had just dealt with the, like all of this stuff going on down on Earth, and now apparently an alien has sort of come to the ship and wants to. It seems like they they want to try to colonialize us, as yes. they say. Yeah, yeah. Colonialize with the doctrine of discovery. Yes. Yeah. I'm afraid. Well, I think. <laughs> I'm I don't even know afraid. how to feel. I'm no, sure Future Us has feels some sort of way about it. Because but. if there's going to be colonialization <laughs> in the future, yeah, that's very sad. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> but I think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be able. You know, I think they'll deal with it. They'll okay. deal with it. Yes. Yeah. I think they'll probably. It seems like we have one very inept alien to deal with. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So. Yeah, I'm not it's true. I'm not I mean, too worried. But, they're uh, a little like you know, tennis. What was it? Uh, mini golf tennis. Mini Don't tell the chiefs tennis. about that because that's going to be the new thing. The new I know. Thing. Yeah. For all those meetings, eh? Just like out, out at the at the Fairmount with the, the mini golf tennis court. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be really interesting to find out what else Girl Champlain is up to. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we get these dispatches every once in a while. Very, very Interesting. And enlightening, <laughs> even. All right. So, wow. Okay, back to the piece of crap show that we're watching oh my yeah. god this is the best part because oh, yeah. they go they she tells uh icky we uh, must visit a mohawk shaman right they're looking for a shaman <laughs> but no this is the great part because she's like she's explaining to him that there aren't that many native americans left anymore oh, oh god i forgot about that i repressed left. it i repressed right? it i screamed this is the, the whole like the vanishing right you know, right and and then uh you know he says well we need to speak to a shaman and she's like wow I think I know one. And it turns out, I think that it's just like the one native guy she knows. So it's got to be a shaman. Of course. Exactly. And newsflash, there are no shaman in the Mohawk. Yeah. It's always. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. But, but remember, we're talking about that we figured out there's three types of, of native men. There's the shaman. Yeah. Right? There's the uh, the sidekick, you know, yeah. the wisecracking uh, sidekick. And there's the warrior. And yeah. that's it. You that's get to it. pick there's from no... three. Jesus. But, but guys have a bit better than indigenous women because indigenous women, you've got basically one type. Right? Well, no, you've got the you've got the old wizened oh, the wizened, grandmother, the wizened crone. but then, she doesn't come up very much. No, we haven't seen we her. Seen that. All well, we've seen wonderful, is the sexy she was like a silent. tiny bit. Yeah, the yeah, Indian princess. Indian princess, that's it. Yeah, we don't have that much to choose from. No, so. we don't. Well. But yeah, no. Basically, basically, they like Ugh. spun the wheel of what kind of Indian man are you going to interact with today? The shaman who hides himself conveniently as a used car salesman, which is just oh, and it just and 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 it's totally cool with using all these really horrific like stereotypes. So they go there to use vehicle lot with a. It's like there was the tomahawk thing. We're tomahawking prices. Yeah, a chopping tomahawk. Yeah, it was called Gerona Motors. Yeah, Gerona. No. Like, this is not even a Mohawk thing. Like I know, exactly. Wow. However, wow. of course, his real nature is revealed when he tells him it, when uh, Icky there tells him he needs help with the Ronka Yeah. yeah. You want me to go Alkimusabe and cast a spell and do a rain dance? I'm not into that, he Get says. I'm just, a, I'm just a mild-mannered used car salesman. I'm yeah. not actually a Mohawk shaman. <laughs> hint, hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and he even has a wooden Indian there. Oh, the man. I know. It was yeah. like every cliche. Oh, and, and so like... Like an offensive cliche. Yeah, and that's the thing. You, you're you're, you're going to make me believe that there's a native guy who's going to own a car lot and like surround himself with offensive racist stereotypes just for like 
What shits and giggles? Shits and giggles. Yeah. Like, That's what it is. Nobody, because it makes nobody would buy a car like, off you. Yeah. Although you know, on on our res at a lot of the smoke huts, they have the wooden Indians, but it's seen as funny. We yeah. think it's funny. But that's the thing: right? yeah. you have to be you have to be in on the joke for it to yeah. be not just offensive. Yeah, you know, and that's not that just look like that's, it was offensive. Yeah. yeah, that's so not in on the joke. Uh, so what does he say to him too? He's like, uh, no one's a chief. No one's oh, a, no one has chiefs, no one lives in teepees, and no one has powwows. But we're like, but we do have chiefs, yeah. and there and are powwows. powwows. I know, your your sense of what is native yeah. is wrong. The funny thing about powwows, too, is like powwows aren't even that traditional. No, to most, yeah. Yeah. You know, to most native people, powwows are sort of like an introduced thing that was actually encouraged... Um, by you know the Department of the Interior to like uh, to to bring increase tourism. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like get the get the Indians singing and dancing, but not for real. Yeah. Because that was outlawed. Because like, dancing actual ceremonial cause, stuff. Yeah. Because that actual dancing and singing Indian stuff makes it look like we're all friendly. Yeah. But you happy. Can't, yeah. Palatable. It's got right? to be the touristy stuff only. Yeah. Because when they want to do it and there's no white people around, then it's dangerous. It's, exactly. You know? Yeah. But don't worry. Right. Don't worry, yeah. white people. Don't worry, settlers, because no one has chiefs, no one lives in teepees, and no one has powwows. Exactly. So we're not doing anything that's going to upset you. We're just not doing nothing. Instead, <laughs> he's going to take them to his shaman lair. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. God. Oh, and, and where's, like, every cliche? In the back of in the back room of his... Of his uh, no. Carla, that's what I figured. No, oh, but I no. mean, like, the, the landscape. <laughs> oh, right. That's the right. landscape was oh, like... Oh, right. They drive out. They drive out. Yeah. To, and it looked to like, South Dakota. To South Dakota, South Dakota where the, all the shamans are, as we learned... <laughs> As as we learned in the manatee, sure didn't yeah, look like it didn't sure didn't look like Upper New York State. Right? That's yeah, cool. he's like, don't worry, I've got some really awesome South Dakota Anishinaabe medicine men friends, <laughs> and we're gonna go out there and do yes. this. I know. Yes. And then of course, in the interior of this place, looked like a Navajo Hogan slash, I don't know what. Yeah. There was bundles of sage. And furs everywhere. Furs everywhere. And like those Navajo rugs. Yeah. But I didn't see one thing. That look traditionally Ganyangahage, right? But, like, but who would know? There, right? But who would know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, many, he obviously didn't. <laughs> as she explained, there's hardly any Native Americans left. So, so I mean, like, what? There's one only a few of us. Yeah. So there's only a few of us that actually are shaman. <laughs> something. But it was actually, no, we're ridiculous. all shaman. We're yeah. all shaman now. Yeah, I guess so because there's so few of us that we all had to be. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of the way this was portrayed. And then, of course, then they make him drink some weird tea. It's Vision Quest time. Yeah, because everybody knows as soon as you bring natives into anything, gotta go into Vision Quest. Yeah, yeah, with whatever some kind of agent, right? Yes. No, we're there for and you know ingesting of something, and it happens instantly. You know, it's not something that you prepare for. You spend a lot of time. You know, no, no. Take this concoction. Lie down on this yeah. cot that I happen to have, yeah, yeah. which I thought was right? ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me shackle you with old timey shackles. <laughs> yeah, take off your shirt that and let's get down need, to it. Yeah, because we need to have, see your shirt. Yeah. So yeah, so she's in her bra and he's in his like apparently supposed to be sexy skinny he's, ass chest. Yeah, he's in his <laughs> fish belly. Uh, yeah, and they strap him down, and they, they yeah they drank this tea. Oh no! But this is the part. So she's just supposed to go. So she she drinks a little cup of tea, oh, God, and then Icky right. is like. You know, in his head, he's like, but I am a man. And he goes and grabs the whole flask and, <laughs> and he, like, drinks it downs down. it. So they basically, he can't trust her yeah. with doing this 
request on her own. And yeah. asking like, for permission like, is for not white people. Yeah. Apparently. Because yeah. he was like, I'm not going to ask to go exactly. on this. I'm just going. I'm just going to go glug this shit now. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. Ha, ha, ha. Manliness yeah. reigns supreme once more. Oh, gosh. So then and they, it was like he didn't even ask her. And she no, never even said, no, I, I think he even anything. I think he oh, even says something yeah. like, well, it's too late to ask now. Ha, ha. Because I've already drank yeah. Spirit Quest tea. Jeez. It's too late to ask now. Isn't that kind of the same? Isn't that always the thing? It's too late to ask. Well, we're already here. It's too late to ask now. Well, we already gave you tuberculosis. It's too Too late late to ask now. You know what? This is something we always say in my business, in my my day job, is that it's easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Yeah. Yeah. And that is actually, you're right. This is the stigma mentality, right? I'm just going to do it. We, and then I'll apologize. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the, the 200 years later. Feelings. Oh, gee. Sorry about the cancer. Sorry yeah. about the residential schools. Yeah. You know, we're like, really into that, free right? prior and informed consent, just not with the prior. No. <laughs> Exactly. Or the free, or, or, or the, the consent, informed. yeah. Or the consent. So we'll yeah. You know, we'll make an apology and it'll all be good. There we go. There Until we the next go. thing. Yes. So they mm-hmm. strap them down, and then the new thing is. is uh, so they've drank the tea, but apparently that's not enough. They have to get stung by a scorpion? They have to have venom because if they drink the tea, they just go into this dream world where the Sandman is. But they have to have venom, which will allow you to control your actions while you're in the dream world. And so they bust out a couple scorpions. From Holcomb. where? From where? Holcomb. There's no scorpions last time I looked in Upper New York State. But there must be. You must be wrong because this is television. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It's all true. I mean, yeah. we had, like, I think we had some snakes. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no snakes. Scorpions. No, scorpions. Yeah. So they put, they it, keep they put them in jars and put them on their bellies and Which tap them the, until they skin them. What? And like, sting them. Yeah. Like, what? I don't know. What? It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm, spooky. I'm, I'm amazed I didn't make them eat the scorpions, like live scorpions. Yeah, like, 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 like fear factor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it's always fear factor. As soon as you meet a native person, you're it's fear in factor. fear factor. You're going to drink right? some nasty thing. And you're Do you have snakes. the bravery to go have a vision quest and become with a native the, yourself? With so, a used car yeah, salesman so then shaman. They, yeah, <laughs> so then they go and talk to the, the demon thing, which again is going back to the whole Judeo-Christian idea of heaven and hell. Yeah. Yep. Which is not, again, not present in our mythology, which... So by that point, I was like eye rolling. I think if I had rolled my eyes anymore, they're they just gonna they were gonna turn into floor. sand. <laughs> oh, there you go. Exactly. Because they, yeah, they're in the dream world now, and this demon comes up, and yeah, he's got sand coming out of his eyes, out of his sockets, and uh, and then Icky, I, I, there's a door, a red door he has to pass through. Like none of it made any sense. And nobody cares about you, Nikki. No, <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah, cares. So it was like boring, and there was like some like and random horror. Says, I was sorry. I didn't. I didn't stand up for my sister. Yeah, she admits her sin of like yeah. of being a marginalized woman who was afraid that authority was going to abuse her and her sister. Which they did. Yes. They end up doing exactly. What the hell? And then Icky like busts in and is like. I'm going to save the day because I am a white guy. Yeah. And the uh, Sandman turns around and says, your sins aren't mine to punish. And then lops off his arm. <laughs> That's the nativist thing ever. Yeah, for sure. Your sins aren't mine to punish. I say that to people every day. Yeah, exactly. You, your sins aren't mine to punish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right. You're not responsible for colonialism. Your sins aren't mine to punish. No, no. Exactly. No, the only Which was the, it was the only thing that he actually said that was even remotely Indian. Also, though, he was also speaking some kind of gibberish. Yeah. Like it, yeah. And then they were, they, it they had it, it like, in subtitles. 
Like it was just like yeah, it wasn't Mohawk. There was no, nothing recognizable. I'm sorry, but I think I'm speaking Mohawk right now. Just <laughs> there, I'm fluent. I am fluent. Now that was some deep Mohawk wisdom. I know. God, how did you learn that so fast? <laughs> television. You know, they say it's educational, but it is educational. Yeah, it is. So yeah, as long as, as soon as she fesses up to her horrible sin of trying to protect herself and her sister, uh, the monster turns to glass. She hits him and he shatters, shatters. And also, like, sand pours out of stuff. End the story. Yeah. That's and, basically yeah. it. There's some other shit, but who cares? Like, it was... it was, It's unbelievably bad. Like, why... It, it seems like all of this was just incidental to what, though? And that's the whole... That I'm never watching another episode because I can't be bothered. All right, I'm going to leave you, ladies, because I think the baby needs me. So if you guys want to wrap up the rating... Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm done. I, I, now that I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to go... There you go. I'm going to go uh, buy a, a car lot, and, and I'm going to put myself out there as a, as a Mohawk shaman. There she is. There. Make, nice. make sure that you tomahawk those prices down, though. I will. Totally. Yikes. Okay, so we got to rate this business. We've been abandoned. Oh. It's fine. I think I think that we need to rate this out of icky white Jesuses. Okay. Because I've never been so impressed by a white savior. <laughs> he as went I was saviors today. all over through the whole thing. Like yeah, he does. I guess that's what his whole purpose is supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. Like the quintessential white settler. He oh such. So okay. So icky white saviors. Uh, we rate it from one to five. One icky white savior is you hated the show. You wouldn't recommend it to anyone. You wish that it never existed. Five icky white saviors is it was incredible. You'd recommend it to everybody. Not your grandmother because we haven't made a rating that high yet. Uh, but you would recommend it a lot and you loved it. So one to five icky white saviors. Okay, what would you say? I would give it to two to all my Mohawk peeps out there to watch it and laugh your ass off. Cause that's the only thing to do with this kind of shit. Great. <laughs> There's nothing redeeming about it at all. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna go even a little bit lower. I'm gonna give it a 1.5. <laughs> and the 1.5 entirely is Abby. I liked her. I thought that she like yeah had it down a little bit, even though she was a cop. Whatever. She's actually an actor. It's fine. Uh, but basically, yeah, there was like nothing good. Nothing There's good nothing, in this at all. It was completely irredeemable. Yeah, the all of the like indigenous like quote unquote content in it was, as you said, like purely incidental. Like came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. two thirds of the way through, and then like you get the this one indigenous character who's kind of like seems like a sleaze and like not that into it and then he like sets them up stings them with scorpions like feeds them some like just psychedelic disappears. tea yeah it never comes back again what was that like <laughs> like you like you try to like you try to do that with an indigenous person who helps you out like that like they're not gonna help you again <laughs> ever you know but i'm sure i didn't think the, he's actually a recurring character if i looked at the cast list before yeah he's probably just like he's like the magical I'm indian actually, who fixes stuff yeah for them, i know? may watch it by skipping through everything and finding when when he pops up, because I'm sure they'll have this recurring kind of, you know, indigenous guy pops out of nowhere to save some kind of random thing, because it's convenient to the plot line. Exactly. But other than that, that was it's exactly be completely. It. Yeah, it was. It was all just indigenous, like, or it was like convenient for the plot line. All everything that was even remotely indigenous this, yeah. for this is just like we're convenient you know, vector through which to tell your story, right? We're mysterious enough that you're not going to look too much yeah. into it, but we're familiar enough that you're not going to be, like, totally lost. Exactly. And the other thing is, is that all the way through, Native people are not, they're not, like, they're kind of, like, happy sort of helping the settlers out all the way along, and yeah. especially in this 
in this show where the narrative is not so much about stealing the land because that would be bad, but that the natives are kind of happy that the white people are there and they're helping them out. They helped them out, yeah. We, they helped out the Americans. The Mohawks and the Americans were like, you know, yeah, super they were tight. Like serious so, pals, man. Yeah, so Which really what true. they're doing, yeah, really what they're doing is they're just like revitalizing that friendship. Isn't that nice? So nice. Anyway, so you've heard it all here today. Don't watch it. <laughs> On it's Ot- the worst show ever. <laughs> Straight from the Mohawk's mouth on Otapemsu Squewa, Kids and Kiss a Cook, Metis in Space, 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 Space,